to removing the cape, the place where perfectionists remove our superhero cape and discuss what it's like to wear our various titles, hats, and masks. We can pick them up at the end of the show, but for now, let's all relax. Time to get into the show. Hey, superheroes. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode. Um, It's been a crazy, crazy last day or two. Um, We've seen some things in this country that I don't think any of us ever imagined with the Capitol being attacked. And um, it's, it's mind boggling to me. I was talking to one of my friends how... Um, it's, it's kind of ironic how all of this happened and our last episode was about passion versus aggression and just how as, you know, a black person in America, our passion is seen a certain way, but then what we watched on January 6, 2021 was white people be extremely aggressive and nothing happened to them. We watched it happen. We watched them act in such an egregious manner that the vice president's life was in danger. Every senator and congressman was in the Capitol. Um, it, was, it was a crazy turn of events. And, you know, as entrepreneurs and those of us that are either growing or starting our businesses and restarting, whatever it may be. We have to deal with moments like this and keep going and keep pushing. And sometimes it's hard to put that cape back on. Um, Sometimes it's hard to, you know, put on that face, put on the mask. And today I am so glad that we have an interview with, an entrepreneur who is going to have a very uplifting and up encouraging conversation with us. Um, she and I spoke several days ago before all of this happened. So in divine timing, you know, I, I believe in the orchestration of things and in divine timing, this conversation is so, so on point. So I hope you all enjoy our special guest today and um, keep your head up. I know it's hard sometimes and I know it's been a crazy, 2020 was crazy and we thought that 2021 was going to be a little bit calmer and last couple of days haven't really proved that that might be the case, but keep your head up, encourage each other, be kind to each other, love each other, motivate each other. And when you have a moment where you get to sneak and take your cape out and be a regular person, take that moment. But then remember, you got to put it back on. Take care. All right, we're moving the cape family. I am excited about today's guest. Um, I am extremely, extremely biased because of her profession. Now, as I'm going through 
through this. For some of you that know me, you already, as soon as you hear it, you're going to be like, yep, I see why Ty is going to be real biased in this interview today. I am. But you know what? I'm allowed because it's my show, right? I, I say that like every other week, but it's okay. I'm allowed to do that. So let me bring her in. Malika T. Holloway is the social proof founder and leader. Her expertise has been featured on over 25 platforms, including Forbes, Business.com, Addicted to Success, and the Atlanta Tribune. Oh, yeah, Entrepreneur and Business Insider. So we all recognize those, right? Okay, let me continue. After starting her business as an internationally certified life coach and business success coach, Malika decided to expand her communication skills into a role she felt would be most challenging and rewarding. She quickly pivoted her business model and her brand messaging to stake a claim in public relations. That's right. And in 2019, she was recognized for her excellence in the industry with the Publicist of the Year Award by Speaker Khan. Y'all know what to do at this point. Wherever you are in your office, at home, in the gym, in the car, on the subway, start clapping for Malika Holloway right now. You already know the impost is going to be there, but we clap for our guests. Welcome, Malika. <laughs> Thank you. I was like, should I clap for myself? <laughs> you know, my guests always say, they're like, oh, I feel like I need to clap for myself after that. You can. I encourage okay. that. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I appreciate you. My pleasure. My pleasure. I am, like I said, I'm excited and I'm biased. So as a publicist, how did you get into this crazy feel. Some may not think it's crazy, but you and I know how heavy yeah. that can be. How yeah. did that happen for you? Um, it, I, I don't think anything happens by mistake, but I would say it definitely was not planned. Let me say it that way. Um, yeah. I, I never really intended on even being a small business owner, being an entrepreneur. Like It was just something that happened because um, I got an undergrad degree in English. I got a master's in communication specialist with concentration in business and I couldn't get a job. Um, and so I think that so many other people's stories, especially for yeah. millennials, you know, Definitely. we're getting these degrees because they told us, you yes. know, graduate, <laughs> get a good job. <laughs> get Promise us that all these companies would chase us. <laughs> right. And everything's going to be fine. And I'm like, they lied. Um, yes. <laughs> I did what everybody told me to do. I checked the boxes. Um, mm -hmm. And one thing I noticed that when I didn't get a job was like, wait, what am I supposed to do? You know, nobody yeah. told me about this part. What if the job does not come? And so yeah. I was already um, doing some editing and ghostwriting for people, charging just a little bit because writing is like a natural passion. It's a gift. But I knew I was going to get bored with it rather quickly. And so I started researching branding and marketing and all the different aspects specifically of marketing. Um, and somebody mentioned to me one day during a podcast interview, like, oh, so you're in PR. And I was like, no, you know, I just talk about myself and I talk about other people and I get other people interested. Like, I'm not in PR, but the more I, you know, tapped in and kind of researched, yeah. I was like, oh, I am. Let me yes that I'm doing it right because I didn't go to school for it. I actually wanted to go to school for journalism, but the school that I went to, um, which is the illustrious Alabama A&M University, uh, okay. they, 
they didn't have it. And so I say it's not a mistake. Everything happens the way it should and when it should, but it was not a part of the plan. And so I'm a big, I say I'm a knowledge junkie. I love to learn. I like to learn the ins and outs of things because as we know, especially in being in the internet marketing world, Mm -hmm. everybody says they do everything. And you're like, you're not a publicist. You're a social media manager or you're a person as an entrepreneur of course I wear all of those hats uh-huh. but I was like no I don't want to be one of those people so even with the coaching because I I heard you read the part of my bio where I did get the, the international coaching certification and I do coach I just don't market myself as such um it's just one of those things where I wanted to be very much aware and educated on exactly what I was doing as it related to any industry that I kind of tapped into. So that's how I got into PR. It, it just felt right. Once yeah. I started researching and seeing how it fit, fit into the business model that I was already working, I was like, no, this is what I do. And this is where I'm, I'm going to stop doing everything else. No social media, no visual branding, um, no ghostwriting, no editing, none of that. I'm sticking strictly on publicity and media relations and storytelling. And I, the rest is history. Let me say yeah. that You you mentioned something that I think is so important for the listeners because I have a lot of different listeners. Some are entrepreneurs. They're all across the U.S., even some international listeners. And it's something that you and I understand. But I want to make sure that um, for even those that as we enter or start this new year and people are getting ready to start their business or whatever it is, and they understand whether they are doing their own marketing mm-hmm. or PR or they're hiring someone, they understand that difference. So you pointed out something about someone being a social media manager versus really being a publicist. And can you talk a little bit about if someone is an entrepreneur and they reach out to someone who has a large following on social media? How would you say you can vet that difference between someone who is strictly a social media manager or influencer versus someone who truly knows PR? Absolutely. Um, <laughs> that's a very good question, by the way. Yes. Um, so what I always tell people is don't be fooled by numbers. Don't be fooled by followers. Don't be fooled by that um, celebrity publicist hashtag. Um, because <laughs> what I learned rather quickly is that there are a lot of people who who will assume the titles or try to take the titles, but have no idea about the art of what public relations is. Um, they just know a piece. And, and some of it is they're jumping on the bandwagon, as we've all done at some point of our lives. So mm-hmm. I'm not knocking them. And yeah. some of it is, oh, this just looks like the new trend or the new hotness to do or to be. And so I always tell people, never look at the followers. Um, never look at that, that, um, the website persona. Don't look at the online personality. You need to do your research to find out, okay, what exactly does a publicist do? What is the return on investment? Um, what does the day to day look like? How much should they be in communication? Where are the results that they've gotten for themselves or for their clients? Um, and you do your research and you do your vetting that way, because again, in the internet society that we're in, anybody can make something look phenomenal. Yes. And somebody could, let's just say, say they worked on my team, decided they wanted to go out and do their own thing and say, oh, we got our clients in essence and black enterprise and right. it was my agency that did it. And it was yes. pretty much my work that they just almost get to piggyback on. And so you have to do your research, ask them how, ask them questions like, how did you do that? You know, what should I expect? Um, what makes you different from every other publicist out there? 
um, because they are. And I tell people all the time, especially when it comes to having like the price conversation, you know, oh, I just want to see what the right price is because I have people quoting me three hundred dollars a month. And I'm like, look, you can't even get me to get out of bed for three hundred. <laughs> Nothing you can do Not for that. Not even nope. five or like not a thousand. And so when you're ready to play ball for Raise real, an eyebrow if you are quoted three hundred yeah. a month. You are not getting a publicist. Uh, right. And I feel like a lot of that is setting the right expectations. Yeah. Um, which again, as a business owner, we always try to do, but you never know what the client heard based off what you said. And so I would say do your own research. See what other uh, reliable publicists are doing. Don't just look at it. Let's just say a lot of people flock to entertainment and music because that's what the celebrities are, right? Don't just look at those uh, publicists or people that call themselves publicists and go, oh, that's what it is. Look at people Mm -hmm. outside of your industry. Like I don't deal with music or entertainment right. at all. We deal with businesses, service providers, people that own product-based businesses, particularly the CEOs to position them as thought leaders. That's the work that we do as a PR agency. But then you'll meet people who are like, oh, we work with any and everybody. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> let right. me know how that goes for you. <laughs> I, I, one thing I always say to people, um, small business owners, when I ask them like, hey, who is your target audience? And they say, oh, everyone. And I everybody. say, no. And they say, no, yeah, our product can really work with everyone. No, our biz- our service can really work with everyone. And what I always tell people, you have to have in the target audience, because when you try to reach everyone, you'll reach no one because your communication Absolutely. is not streamlined. So um, you just really gave out so many gems. I hope that y'all, I should have told y'all to take notes in this one, but it's okay. <laughs> it's a podcast so y'all can rewind, but definitely take notes. She Sis is dropping gems, okay? So so as you are dropping these gems, um, how did you pivot from being a publicist and a coach to then creating the social proof success live environment? Like how did that happen? Yeah, um, it was one of those things that um, I didn't want to do. Let me say that much. Um, I tend, and it's a part of my my nature, a part of my personality. If everybody is going right, I tend to go left. That is just always how I've operated, always how I've thought, because I'm like, wait, if everybody is doing it, I want no parts. I want to do what someone else is not doing, right? Um, And so about, I think it was last summer, Somebody's like, oh, you need to build a Facebook community and you need to do this. And people have been asking me to do events or whatnot for years, probably since I got started. But I was like, no, I just want to come to y'all stuff. Like, I just want to speak on y'all stages and and get your audience excited. I want to talk about y'all. I don't want to put myself in the mix at all. Um, Mm -hmm. But one thing I noticed is there was so much misinformation being given about what publicity is and what PR is, how it works with the marketing plan, because people look at PR marketing sales. Oh, it's all the same thing. And I'm like, there are advertising is all the same. (laughs) There are distinct differences. And so I was like, I really want to teach these people before they get got because Mm -hmm. Social media is an illusion, right? Um, yes. And so one thing I, I kind of honed in on, and I wrote an article for Entrepreneur Magazine, uh, it was like four ways to boost your social proof. And I, I define social proof as all the things that you can control, that you can directly control about your brand. So that's how you're showing up on your website or social media, um, what people are saying about you, your client testimonials. Because a lot of people, we do a lot of good work and we do it because we love it. But mm-hmm. we never ask people, how was the experience? Yes. Did you enjoy the results? Um, right. And one thing I noticed is that 
my business was built off referrals and word of mouth. We didn't put a dollar towards advertising in five years. And people would go, how did y'all do that? We just make sure we do what we say we're going to do when we say we're going to do it. Point blank, period. And so working with us is not like a transaction. It's like talking to a family member, talking to a friend or an invested business partner. Um, And so the Social Proof Success brand was born out of my desire to want to teach people how to do um, PR strategy themselves. Because, again, I, I never say be your own publicist. Because you can't. <laughs> That's it's what we work. get for. But there are things that we do that you can do and that you don't even realize you can do. Um, people are like, oh, it's too hard. It's too much work. Well, what isn't too hard? What isn't too much work, mm-hmm. right? And so the Social Proof Success brand was birthed out of me wanting to educate small business owners and entrepreneurs, the bootstrappers, on how they can do some things to expedite or to storytell in their way without having to pay the big price tag. And so um, it, it, it took off, a, it was a, it started just off as a Facebook community. Then mm-hmm. it became a monthly membership. We have a whole website and now we have the event coming up. Yes. So it, it has a life of its own. Yeah. And this event is happening in just a few days. So January 15th through yes. 16th, um, you can follow them on Instagram at Social Proof Success and visit the website socialproofsuccesslive.com as well. Definitely. This is a perfect time. It's the start of the new yeah. year. You're starting your business. Perfect time to sign up while we are still committed to our New Year's resolutions or while we're still trying to check off those things that we, you know, scratch through for 2020 or put off in 2020, whatever happened, you can pick it back up and Social Proof Success Live will definitely help you navigate through um, that to-do list that you have that feels quite overwhelming, um, but this is the environment you need to be in to be ready to launch that. Um, So I'm excited about it. It's on my calendar. I hope you guys register and follow her. Um, As whether it's through Social Proof Success or as a publicist, what would you say has been the most memorable event or project that you've been part of? Oh my gosh, it's been so many. (laughs) It's been so many. What's crazy is I think if someone were to like read uh, about me on paper, or I always say Google me because I'm like, you get a good 12, 13 pages. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm doing this work for real. Yeah. They would be like, oh, being an entrepreneur, having your clients in Forbes, or winning the Publicist of the Year award, like that, that's the that's stuff that we want. I think that um, since I've been in business, especially full time for myself, the most memorable thing that um, I've ever done, um, not even getting a six figure award, it was actually taking my daughter to Mexico last summer. Like, because, I mean, she went to Mexico at eight. I didn't that's leave the country awesome. until I was 25. You know that's what awesome. I mean? Yeah, like, that's major. It was a big deal for me um, because, like I said, I didn't leave the country until I was 25. I, it's just something that, you know, a little child, you're like, one day I'm going to travel the world. And then you get grown mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, no, we not. Like, that costs too mm-hmm. much. And it doesn't. And so to be able to take my daughter um, on that trip for a week and still work from wherever I am, because that's the lifestyle I designed. I think that that's been the most memorable business win and personal win for me. Um, well, personal win was hiring my mama full time. But business <laughs> win, still, yeah. I guess both of them fits on both. But you see, it, it just has to do with family. That's right. what I look forward to. 
making sure that my family is straight. Like those are my wins. And I'm like, I know yeah. it has nothing to do with publicity. Like I feel like all of me being able to do this for my family is a byproduct of the work I do in PR. So that that's the most memorable for me. Mm-hmm. And I love that because it's about breaking generational curses. Absolutely. As you you talked about, there's so many things that, you know, and traveling internationally is one of them that as young black kids, we always Mm -hmm. dream to do, or we would have peers in school that come back for the sum from the summer and, oh yeah, I went to Paris and I went here and there. And it's like, okay, I was at home. We played in the street. I had right. a water gun fight. I mean, it's whatever was local for us. Whereas, you know, maybe a five or six hour road trip was a big deal. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But breaking those generational cor- uh, curses to where the eight year old has a passport. Mm-hmm. And has stamps already normalizing yeah. those things because then building generational wealth with hiring your mom and now yeah. positioning your daughter in a place to where she has experienced other cultures. Right. Those are absolutely major wins. And I think for a lot of us, when we dig deep for our why, is found in breaking some sort of generational curse, creating some sort of generational wealth or creating a position better for our children or um, our mentees, whoever it may be, creating a better position for those that come after us than we were given. Um, Because why else work so hard? (laughs) And that is my big thing. (laughs) I see so many people grinding out. I sleep when I'm dead. I'm like, nah, I'm going to sleep tonight. Forget when I'm dead. And and to be honest, even when I start going into business, I never really had a big goal to, you know, hire my mom and to be able to do all these things. Now I have a team of, of seven I had no, it was not a goal. It was like, I just want to be straight, you know, like as long as I'm good, you know, I'm doing it by, at the time I was doing it by myself. The picture didn't get clearer and bigger (laughs) until I started. Then it was like, wait, I'm boosting the economy. I'm providing jobs and now I'm helping people feed their families. It sits and people, what's the little saying? Now it hits different. I'm like, it it works different when you're responsible for if somebody's family eats or not. Yeah. It, it, it was no longer a hobby. And I think for so long, I was afraid <laughs> to, ha- to have a team and to build because I was like, I don't want to be responsible. You know, I'm a little yeah. bit unreliable sometimes when I get in the moods. But now that's my driving force. So it, and it starts with my family. I want to make sure that my family sees something different. And then, you know, everybody else. I'm like, if I'm not helping change in my family's lives and I'm like, what am I doing this for? I'm not yeah. about to work this hard <laughs> just to say I got some stuff, but ain't nobody else come with me. That's right. Let me start at home. Let me start with my family and take them with me. And then I feel like everything else, you know, it'll just fall in line. And that's yeah. what's been happening. Yeah. I, I love it because when you work like that and the beauty of that type of work is that it lives even beyond your presence. It lives yeah. be- beyond yeah. you. So whether it's through, clients and projects and mentees and your children, wherever it may be, that ripples throughout and that carries way further than your physical presence here um, to where your your energy, your impact on this earth is always felt. Um, And that is that to me is one of the things that 
can truly make someone successful. It's like, what mm-hmm. did you contribute to this world? Why you were here? And can your presence still be felt? Can that contribution be felt beyond your physical here? That That is definitely one of the things that I um, define as being successful. And I, I love to hear people mm-hmm. talk like that. That always makes me smile, makes me happy inside. Um, <laughs> So as we are starting this new year of 2021, we're putting yeah. on our, you know, positivity hats and hoping that, you know, 2021 is going to come with a, a different energy than 2020. Yeah. But we're going <laughs> we're gonna to push through. But um, for entrepreneurs specifically, um, what tips for success would you give them? I'm going to throw out one that we're going to end on in a couple of minutes, and that's going to be to register for a social proof success live, but we'll get back to that one. <laughs> that's the biggest tip I can give you for 2021. I want to end on that one. So just give us two, and then we'll end with the social proof success live. Number one, I would say go all in. Don't let anybody tell you how you should live your life and how you should do this thing that we, we've we given the title of life to. Go all in and take a bet on yourself because nobody's going to do it for you. Like nobody can be your biggest and best cheerleader but you. And I like to say for entrepreneurs, you are your biggest client. You are your best team member. You are your biggest supporter. And so we don't look at it that way, but you are all of those things. We look for other people to validate us. And I was like, get comfortable with validating yourself. If you're doing this work or if you're doing any type of work, if you're taking the risk to be an entrepreneur to help push the economy forward, then you got the juice already. Let me just say it. You got the juice already. So go all in and bet on yourself. Number two, I would say plan success. Um, Number one, you defined it as whatever you want it to be. Like my definition of success and somebody else's is completely different. That's why I said people may look at my life and see what I'm doing and they see all of those things as success. But I'm like, the stuff that I define, the public never sees for real. Like they may see the byproduct, but I'm like, it does not happen on camera, right? Mm -hmm. And so I would say, figure out what success is to you and go after it. Go after it and make sure that you're doing what you want to do because you want to do it. Not because somebody else said, this is what you should do or this Mm -hmm. is what success looks like. Life, and, and people say life is so short. I'm like, life is short, but it's the longest thing that any of us will ever do. How are you going to spend your time while you're here? Um, That goes past business, but (laughs) it's still the same. How are you going to spend your time to make sure that at the end of the day, when your life, when your journey comes to an end, it mattered that you were here. It mattered that you were here. You want to keep that at the forefront. And that for some people, you may discover being a business owner or may not be that thing. It may be going back into the marketplace and getting a job and actually helping somebody else build their corporation or small business. You still matter. You don't have to be an entrepreneur for your life to count. You don't. Right. You just don't have to be. So yeah. those are my that two tips. Nugget. You don't have to be an entrepreneur <laughs> for your life to count. Because that that's so true. So many, especially right now, I think a lot of people the make it seem as if the goal should be entrepreneurship for right. everyone. But if we're all entrepreneurs, how are we growing our businesses? I say it all the time. I need my clients, the ones that are not full-time entrepreneurs, keep y'all keep them jobs because those jobs are allowing you to pay me to be able to pay other people. Please that's keep your right. that's, that's right. You know, and we need teams. And yes. so it has to be, someone has to help build and you still matter. You yes, still you matter. And sometimes the executive assistant 
is the most important one. <laughs> that That's is like the doctors and the nurses. Yeah. The, yes. the nurses are the one that hold the whole office, hold the whole hospital floor together. Without them, we'd all be in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> right. It'd be a mess. So I, I love that. Go all in, guys. Go all in. Um, and then one more, and then we'll um the third tip. I already said the third tip is social proof. <laughs> no, right, that's the third Come on tip. On the social success live. That that's the third tip, okay? Because not only are we talking about publicity and building your social proof and reaching your audience, we're also talking about how to run a business that you love. Um, and so we're going to have a, a guest come in a, a, along with the editor-in-chief of Entrepreneur Magazine and the editor-in-chief of Success Magazine. And we have some media partners and sponsors, a lot of guest appearances. We're also going to make sure that we talk about getting that mindset right. Because doing yeah. business is 80% mindset, 20% action. And Correct. so if your mindset is not elevated, mm-hmm. I promise you, it's going to make all the work you do hard. It, it just Absolutely. is. So we're going to talk about getting the mindset together, but we're also going to talk about, talk about clockworking your business to run without you, which means if you decide that you want to take the whole month of February off, you can do it and you still generate a profit in your business. None of your clients leave. Your team handles it. And so we're going to talk about that, how to build a business that can run without you. And most people may think, oh, wait, my business needs to run with me because if I'm not needed, it's like, well, did you start this business just to give yourself another job? Or did you start this business to really make a difference in the world? So we're not just, we, the, the event is geared toward publicity and, and those winning PR strategies and tactics and how to build the right business and mindset but the thing is, I don't want people to think, oh, well, I don't need PR yet. I'm not ready. So I don't need to go. That's the biggest mistake you're going to make <laughs> in Absolutely. 2021. Um, because I made sure that as we talk about publicity, because it's all mindset anyways. Mm-hmm. And what we do is we 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 become therapists as publicists. Yes. We become oh, Lord. cheerleaders. We yes. are assistants. They try to put us in a box of an assistant sometimes. And we got oh, to steer the court, right? But in that, we become so many things that it's it's hard to get, well, it's easy to get lost in the sauce of just doing what you're doing, doing it well. And so we're going to talk about that. And so if you're like, hey, I need something to give me this jumpstart in January so that I can crush 2021, you need to be, I say in the room, but it's virtual, but you need to be online, January 15th and 16th. And I made the tickets at a no brainer cost. Um, we were, we were, we started out at 197 and I was like, Hey, I know it's the, first of all, it's the holidays and we all felt the effects of Corona in some type of way. And so we was like, okay, $47 is all you need because working with us, you looking at at least 30 K to come over here and play ball with Malika and her team. But for $47, anybody, (laughs) that fits everybody. Yeah. Everybody. Yep. Yeah. That is incredible guys. Listen, wherever you are right now, the link is in the description for today's episode. So click there, follow the um, events account on Instagram, whatever you do, register today. You do not want to miss this event. This is your ability to no longer have any excuses. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to start. I don't know how to grow. I don't know where to pivot. I don't know how to get unstuck from this position where I'm in, where I feel like I can't, you know, make the business truly work for me instead of me just working the business like crazy. This is your answer. 
this is your answer. So make sure you register today, right now. Like I said, go to the description of this episode. The link is there and you can go directly to the website and and, um, get signed up for it. Malika, I am so excited and grateful that you joined me today. I end each interview with a fill-in-the-blank exercise, and I'm going to make the following statements to you. So you can just fill it in with one word or phrase, but no explanation. Just drop the, you know, however you feel about (laughs) it. Okay. (laughs) So there are 10 of them, and I'll just begin. So the first one, I enjoy family. I hate olives. <laughs> I understand that. Me too. <laughs> I wish. I wish I could fly. Mm-hmm. I fear. Not being impactful. Mm-hmm. I love. My kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I miss. Being a child and not playing, paying for toilet paper. I miss Woo! that. <laughs> Same. Same. I want. I want to live a life that God is proud of. Yeah. 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 I think. I think I'm the best thing since sliced bread. Like. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I can I can do all things, whatever I put my mind to. <laughs> Y'all didn't see it, but I, on the video, right. I had my hands down. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> and lastly, I am. I am exactly who I'm meant to be. And if that isn't the most perfect way to end this interview, guys, register for this event. Connect with Malika Holloway. She has been a wonderful guest today that has dropped so many gems on us. So I'm so excited that you joined me. Thank you so much. And I hope you have a wonderful day and especially the event I know will go well. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. You keep on doing what you're doing. We need you out here. Thank you. My inspirational segment this week is dedicated to each one of you, all of our listeners, all of the superhero family. I hope that you take all the tips that you heard today and if you're an entrepreneur, put them into place for your business, share them with someone that you know would benefit from them, register for this incredible event. And if you're not an entrepreneur, that's cool. Everyone's not meant to be one. And that is perfectly okay. But this segment is still dedicated to you. It's the beginning of the year. We are seven days in. You can still accomplish those goals, still reach those goals, whatever you might have put off in 2020. Let's Get back on the wagon and try in 2021. I know it's already a lot. I get it. I feel it. But I'm talking to all of us right now. So as we get ready to put those capes back on, hope you have a little more mojo, a little more pep in your step. Whatever it is that you want to accomplish this month, this year, this quarter, this week. Still have a couple of days left in the week. I believe in you. You got it. 
much for tuning in today. I hope you enjoyed the show and tune in again next week. Be sure to subscribe and rate the show wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Share with a friend or family member and follow us on social media at Removing the Cake. Check out our website at www.removingthecake.com. Whatever superhero cape you have to pick up and wear today, I hope it's a bit lighter and your smile's a little brighter. See you next week.